0: It is Thursday, June 4th, 2020, Episode 9. Some people still don't get it. And what kind of drugs is the Gotham Steel Frying pan guy on? Coming up. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? So I had to hear uh, Drew Brees, Drew breeze du- Doobies, Drew Brees talk about the flag yesterday, and this is kind of what I meant by some people just don't get it. Um, I, I just I can't for the life of me figure out how some people still can't seem to wrap their head around the whole uh, kneeling during the national anthem anthem protest thing and what the point was. But here we are again uh it just makes me really wonder what what sort of reaction he expected from his own fucking teammates and there were quite a few of them that rightfully fucking slagged him and and again it's just tone deafness i don't know um and i i know he apologized this morning via instagram with his uh stock photo um but I wonder if he even talked to his teammates before he did that. I'd love to know. It's fascinating to me. It, it, because what when he was saying those things during that interview, did he not think, oh, boy, this may not go over too well? Is he that fucking clueless? And it's, it, he very well could be. It's entirely possible. And he's done, the guy's done a ton of good things. Uh, for for that area down in New Orleans, but Christ, man. Know your audience. Read the room a little bit better. Uh, his judgment at times is, you know, not good. This is one, one instance. Uh, he is a big supporter of the vehemently anti-gay marriage outfit focus on the family, which is... Not a a good bunch of people. Just another one of these groups who thinks their opinion belongs in somebody else's bedroom. It's weird. And look, perhaps it's entirely my own rampant naivete in that I have this weird thought that most people are inherently good. And that I think it takes so much more work to be a piece of shit than it does to be like a decent person. To me, it's easy to be decent. But when you're a massive piece of shit, it it's a lot of work to keep up the act, so that you don't lose your status as a massive piece of shit. I'm not saying that Drew Brees is a massive piece of shit. I think he's far from it. I just think he's fucking clueless. He's just an idiot that can throw the ball well. It's just odd. I don't I don't understand it. You know, and his 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 apology was was okay. I mean, I, I think it's okay, but it's not for me. I don't know. What do I know? And again, I think I've said this now 17 times over the course of these nine episodes, but fucking A, David, you picked the absolute worst fucking time to start a podcast about being a whiny, pedantic asshole. I mean, if I had started this a couple of years ago, I probably would have quit by now, but now I just bother friends and former colleagues on social media with this crap at this time. It's awful. I, I'm, I'm the fucking worst. Um, all right. Let's get, let's get back. I can't fucking talk this morning. God. <sighs> I think the coffee's wearing off. I'm a little hungry. It's a, maybe it's a combination of the two, but here I am four minutes into the program and It's already a fucking disaster. So you just know where this shit's going. You know how this is going to go when Dave is off to a fucking uh, shitty rousing start and kicking the desk. And I'm sure you heard like the rattling of the springs on the microphone stand here a second ago. But, you know. Yeah. But, all right. Back to the toy aisle. We'll talk about sports. I'll get to the Gotham Steel guy in a bit. But I wanted, I've wanted to talk about this um, and who's going to play quarterback for the Patriots. It's strange to even think that because if, if you really dig into it, it's been 27 years since anyone around here has had to even think about that. You had Bledsoe from 93. I mean, he was drafted and that was it. He was the starter. No ifs, ands, or buts. Brady took over when he got hurt. That hasn't stopped. That's it. I mean, sure, there's been—you had Matt Castle squeezing there, but only because uh, Brady's knee blew out. That was it. I mean, he started the game, so he's still the starting quarterback. I looked into this, and as far as I can tell, only the Packers can say they had the same level of consistency. However, they had the magic man, Don Majikowski, start the 93 season before Favre took over due to injury. Which is a weird coincidence. Don Mikowski. Wow, huh? The magic man. Don Mikowski. He wasn't really that good. He was okay. He's one of these weird uh late 80s, early 90s quarterbacks where you look at the numbers and you're like, geez, this guy wasn't very good. But it was a much more run, uh, rush focused offense back then. So, you know, they didn't throw the ball 75 times. It really wasn't until Bledsoe got to the league. Him and Warren Moon. Warren Moon threw the ball over the field, the whole run and shoot offense. But I mean, the, I, I I think, and I could be wrong, but the first like non-run and shoot quarterback that threw the ball over the all over the field was Drew Bledsoe. I think. Again, I could be wrong, but I mean, the Packers didn't have haven't had the same level of success with only two Super Bowls. They say that only two. Like, fuck, how, how fucking spoiled are we here? Yeah, that team, that franchise sucks. They, they only won two Super Bowls in 27 years. Like, good grief. I think we've been to 10, right? Is it 10? 9 or 10? We won 6. Lost 3. Yeah, that's 10, right? I think so. I think it's 10. It's But honestly, it's fucking absurd. And just because I know that my audience, all four of you, are curious about this, the Browns have had thirty-four starting quarterbacks over that same period of time. Thirty-four. That's fucking crazy. Thirty-four. And we're sitting here like, oh Jesus, who's gonna who's gonna start for us this year? Uh, the greatest quarterback of all time just left. Now what? Well, now you have to, you know, pick up the pieces and move forward. Not even pick up the pieces. That's fucking stupid to say. They got sick of each other and left. I'll get to that in a second. But I fell into a weird Don Mikowski rabbit hole and spent way too much time with, like, late 80s, early 90s players. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, one guy that came up, Freddie Joe Nunn, that was a, a fucking monster linebacker for the for the Cardinals in the 80s and 90s. The St. Louis and then Phoenix Cardinals. Yeah, that dude was good. Uh, Anthony Dilweg, who's a backup quarterback in Green Bay, played three years and now is a real estate mogul. Go figure. Uh, Mike Tomzak, another quarterback. He was in Chicago for a bit as a starter and then a backup for a bunch of teams. I think he backed up Cordell Stewart at one point. But, um, you know, I'd like to do an entire show just on 90s backup quarterbacks. That would be fucking awesome. Not for you, but for me. like to just hear myself talk about 90s backup quarterbacks. Maybe early 2000s too, but maybe I th- would probably just focus on the 90s just because the 90s were the best. Yeah, easily. Uh, anyways, back to the topic at hand. I think both Belichick and Brady just wanted some time apart, like a troubled marriage. <laughs> it's a dumb fucking comparison. Is a relationship between a coach and a quarterback or a manager and an employee? Is anything close to that? Don't use that. It's dumb. I hate myself for, for doing that, but they didn't want to work with each, other, with each other anymore, which is fine. And, you know, all the bullshit about uh, discourse and strife and Foxborough. Ooh. Well, yeah, they just got fucking tired of each other. They worked together for 20 fucking years. It happens in life. Why the hell wouldn't it happen in sports? It's the same thing. It's incredibly rare to have that kind of prolonged success in any sport, and it likely exasperated the entire situation. That's a ton of fucking pressure. A ton of pressure. And You got to keep that up every year? As of right now, there's far less pressure on both sides as they try something new. Far less pressure. I mean... Brady I think's gonna have I think he's gonna have a good year. I think the Bucs are gonna win the Super Bowl. No. I mean, look, if the Patriots don't, if the Cowboys don't, I hope the Bucs do. I hope they win. Good for them. As long as the Giants don't, fuck the Giants. Um, but you know, and at the same time, I don't think the Patriots are gonna be that bad. Ten and 6, 11 and five wouldn't surprise me at all. But here's the thing, I fully believe that Brian Hoyer is going to start the season at the starter. And not because he's the better quarterback. I am certain that Belichick believes that Jarrett Stidham is going to be a good quarterback in this league. Otherwise he wouldn't be on the team, I'm certain of that. I, I'm also certain that being the replacement if you will, for Tom Brady is way, way too much pressure for anyone other than Brian Hoyer, right off the jump, right from the start of the season. He names him, let's say, you know, third preseason game or second, however many they're having this year, I don't even fucking know. Says, hey, look, Brian Hoyer's the starter. Boom, go into the season, play the Dolphins, probably beat the Dolphins with fucking Brian Hoyer. And then, you know, things get a little bit more difficult, but... I mean, the thing about it, Hoyer has been with this team on and off since he was signed as a undrafted quarterback. And I think he just gets it. Like, he's a veteran. Uh, he's not a terrible quarterback. He's just not a starter. He's played for a lot of bad to average teams. And I think he was brought back here to be the adult in the quarterback room. Not because Bill Belichick's like, well, now I can have Brian Hoyer start for me. No, I don't think so. It could also be that his middle name is Axel. Brian Axel Hoyer. Family name, but it doesn't fit, doesn't flow. Now, if he went by Axel Hoyer, that guy's a fucking winner. Starting quarterback, Axel Hoyer. It's incredible. Think about that. That's fucking great. But listen, Axel Hoyer, he doesn't turn the ball over too much. Knows his plays and knows the offense. I mean, look, I, Belichick could very well just throw Stidton to the, to the wolves right from the jump. Especially now, given that there isn't going to be anybody in the stands to boo him if he fucks up. And so, I mean, his plans may have completely shifted given this COVID shit. You know, I say his plans as if I know what the fuck he was doing. But, you know, but look, on paper right now, that schedule is tough. Getting through the first four games with Hoyer may be the best way to go. But in the end, though, I think Stidham is the guy. I think. I mean, who the fuck knows a bill, but... His honestly, people shit on his draft record, but I mean, I'll I'll get to the quarterbacks in in a bit. Um, but you know, he's got Hoyer, Stidham, uh, the fucking dog shit quarterback they signed who played at Michigan State last year. I can't remember Brian something can't remember his name. Uh, he was not good. I don't know how the fuck, or why the fuck they he must have been. Oh, jeez, that that's it for quarterbacks. We may as well sign this guy. The other guy they signed is much more intriguing. Jamar Smith out of Louisiana Tech. That kid's a legit athlete. I was reading a great story about him uh, in The Athletic, and um, he was actually drafted by the Padres to, to be a catcher. How fucking ironic. Another catcher, quarterback. See where I'm going? That's where I think the similarities end between Jamar Smith and Tom Brady, but still. He was on the team, on the baseball team at Louisiana Tech, but he only played seven games in four seasons. And apparently he was still dogged all through college to sign by, I think it was Oakland and San Diego, were the two teams that were chasing him. So apparently he's got an arm, from what I've read, but he throws the ball without holding the laces. I can't say I like that. I find that very strange. I don't know how the fuck that's possible, but that's what he does. So I I don't know shit, and I'm saying this because I root for the laundry, but Stidham could be a a good quarterback. Most of the belief is based based on uh, the fact that Belichick drafted him. If you look at all the quarterbacks that he's drafted over the years, they're good players, most of them. Or, they're just football guys. Jacoby Brissett, James Garoppolo, Matt Castle, even fucking Edelman, if you really want to get into it. Jacoby Brissett is better than, than James G. Sticking to that for as long as I live. Then there were some some other guys he drafted. Danny Etling, a couple years ago, a few years ago, he's still in the league. He's a backup in Atlanta. Ryan Mallett hung around for a while. Bit of a head case, but he hung around. And then there's like Cliff Kingsbury, who was smart enough to manage to hoodwink the Cardinals into giving him a head coaching job simply because he's incredibly handsome and having an op- offense that was built around, uh, on, on chucking the ball everywhere. Kevin O'Connell out of San Diego State, another guy. He'll be a head coach soon. He's the OC for the Rams, and given the league's collective hard-on for Sean McVay, uh, another former uh, draft pick, Zach Robinson, will probably get a head coaching job soon because he works for the Rams as well. Apparently he's a wide receiver coach. Only Rohan Davey, who may have some kind of gig with LSU, not sure, and Matt Gutierrez, who was undrafted out of Michigan but played with the Patriots for a couple years, are completely out of football. Matt Gutierrez works for uh, CBRE now, according to his LinkedIn page. And it shows his football time as quarterback. What a fucking baller-ass move that is, huh? Oh, what'd you do prior to your uh, sales career? Well, I was a quarterback. thats I mean, that's the end of the conversation. You know, here's the job, sir. But look, he doesn't draft dumb quarterbacks. It's an indisputable fact, and I don't think Stidham is going to buck that trend. I really don't. I, you know, he could go out there and... Be average. He could just be... He could be Brian Hoyer. A little bit taller. Who knows? I don't know. It's a good thing is nobody knows. Right? But, I do think... I believe in the coach. I believe in who he believes in. And I think he believes in... Jared Stidham. So I think it's going to work out fine. Do I think they're going to, you know... Uh, win six Super Bowls in in 20 years? No. Do I think that they're not going to suck? Yeah. Which, honestly, without having Tom Brady on the team, that's all you can really hope for, is don't suck. You know? Because why... No one's going to fucking watch if they suck. It's not even that. It's just... It would... I don't want to say it would make the previous 20 seasons look um, worse because that's not accurate. But, you know, I hope – my hope is that, you know, the success was based on two factors and not just one. So it was based on Belichick being a great coach, Brady being a great quarterback, they came together and boom. But, I mean, if Belichick goes out and has – three, seven, and nine seasons, well, then people are going to say, well, geez, obviously it was the quarterback and not the coach, you know, which would be somewhat accurate, right? So that's my thoughts on that. I'm curious to see how things go in terms of the NFL as a whole with everything that's going on. I do know that they allowed coaches back into the building today or next week or something. I don't know, but it was announced today. So, but there was nothing about players, which there doesn't have to be right now. I mean, honestly, they don't, they shouldn't do anything until training camp is supposed to start, which isn't until, uh, middle of July. So, you know, let this sort of play out, figure, figure shit out. Don't go back until it's, reasonably safe to do so because once you're back you're back there's going to be no you can't fucking socially distance shit you can't you can't do all the crap that that people have been doing to you know protect themselves quote unquote um so it's going to be full bore once once camp opens let's go boom done so now that i've said that dumb shit Let's move on to dumber shit, shall we? The Gotham Steel guy has to be on some kind of drugs, no? He's got to be. That much energy about a fucking frying, pan. frying pran. Frying pran. Fying pran. Honestly, I, I need to keep a list of all the shit that I fuck up. I mean, honestly, the minute I turn the microphone on the first time I did this, I am your horse. Did I say horse or horsed? I might have said horsed. But for what, my brain moves faster than my mouth. And it gets me in trouble when I say shit like fying pran. Anyways. That much energy about a frying pan is not normal. Much less one that is uh, as seen on TV. How many fucking people are rushing to their phone or to to the website to order one and are then thrilled that they're getting a second one for free after shipping and handling, of course. How many of them? No CODs. I always wondered why somebody would pay COD for anything. And then what's to stop the delivery person from just fucking to, I I didn't get any money from them. I just dropped the package. We talk about cash, no cash. Never understood the COD. Maybe that's just me. But then again, I I never ordered anything COD because at the time of, you know, CODs when they were big, I was a child, or a, or a younger person. I wonder when they stopped. When did CODs stop? Stop. It just brings up codfish and call of duty. So, you know, cash on delivery, apparently not on the internet. Good good topic, Dave. Nice job. Anyway. I'm sure they've sold a fuck ton of these things. Because this suave motherfucker is just up there casually swirling around a couple of eggs and wiping melting melted candy off of this chemically treated copper pan. I wouldn't fucking eat anything off of that alien contraption. No fucking way. It's just not normal, and this fucking dude is like, oh, we're going to cook fucking s'mores in this frying pan and throw it in the oven like it's an everyday occurrence. No, nah, man, I'm good. Thanks. I'd rather just have a normal pan and then wash it than deal with whatever fucking Area 51 tech you just made my eggs on. No thanks, dude. If you have one, I'd love to hear about it. Tell me about your experience with the Alien Pan. If shit tastes weird on it, because my guess is that it does. It has to. Or I'm missing out, because I wonder if this was the same reaction that people had when Teflon came out. Like, oh... You slide shit off the pan like it's no big deal, and you're eating on a layer of fucking asbestos or something. I don't know. I'm not, I don't really know much about frying pan tech. So, I mean, that could be on me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's it for episode nine. A little short today. Um. I didn't have a ton prepared other than uh, my Patriots quarterback rant there. And um, the other thing that I did want to get to is that I think now I am actively looking for a, a regular recurring guest or a co-host or something. Uh, I have made the decision that uh, once I have secured this uh, interested party, um, I am going to purchase uh, you know, a mixer, another mic, whatever, as we get – away from the pandemic um, and, you know, the fear of disease and death with uh, this respiratory ailment, Uh, have somebody in, make fun of them incessantly just because it's, you know, it's funny I can do that thing. I can riff off of someone else and fucking tear them to shreds. Not really. I'm a nice guy, remember? But I would like to have somebody else. I think it would make uh, the show flow. And it's weird. Looking back on all the episodes here, all of the shows end basically the same way, which is me saying, hey, I would like to have somebody else on the show. Whether it's an interview, voicemails, emails, anything. If you know someone who might fit that bill, let me know. If you yourself... If you think you would fit that bill, let me know. I'll make that decision. I'll be the judge. Because I'm almost certain I'm going to hear from some people, and I'm going to immediately delete that message. So let me know. Love to hear from you. Love to see what we could do. It'll be fun. It's a hobby. You're not going to get rich doing this. You're not going to get rich sitting around talking about nonsense, like fucking fine prans. And Patriots quarterbacks. Um, In fact, it's going to cost you money. That's how it is. But you know, it's fun. I enjoy it. I'd like to. I would like to enjoy it a little bit more. That's that's the goal, you know. A hobby you enjoy, something you like doing. Anyways, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Hopefully, I didn't bore you too much. Um, if I did, that's on you. Sorry. Um, but again, reach out, uh, voice messages, email, show mail at complaints and The website, complaints and I should have a blog up tomorrow. I think. Um, but that's it. Godspeed. Ta-ta.